You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Holy cow. What a weekend. Welcome into the St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show. Thanks for tuning in. Oh my, what a weekend for St. Louis. Saw some incredible positives on Thursday, saw some wild action on Saturday, and we saw a lot of negatives yesterday. Also, pretty sure I said St. Louis Cardinals podcast, this is the Locked On Cardinals podcast. Like I mentioned, some negatives, some positives from the weekend. This is quite the opening weekend for St. Louis. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to talk about three things on this show. I'm going to, first of all, talk, this is Monday, April 5th. I'm going to talk about the brawl from Saturday, my thoughts about the punishment, my thoughts on the brawl itself, because as I'm recording this, the punishments have already been dealt out. I'm going to talk about um, Carlos Martinez and his start yesterday and how, yes, you guys might disagree with this. I still think that that's a productive start for Carlos. That'll be segment two. And segment three will be a combination of the, uh, excuse me, of, of the, the, the idea that everybody needs to calm down. A little bit. Myself included. Got a little overhyped on Thursday after a big win. There are still 159 of these things left. Maybe 158 depending on when you're listening. Maybe 100 depending on when you're listening. Doesn't matter. A lot of baseball left. Lots of it. Uh, and I'll be also talking about the uh, the subpar pitching that we saw yesterday. And I agree that it was subpar. But uh, today's episode is sponsored by the wonderful people at Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com. And use promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. So the brawl on Saturday. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for the uh, respect and understanding of, of it being Easter weekend and me not being on my phone and not watching. I did watch the brawl. I watched it live, as a matter of fact. Uh, I was at a friend's house uh, before we went to an Easter vigil mass on Saturday night, and I watched uh, I, I watched the brawl live. I think that Nicholas Castellanos had an all-time quote after the game, saying, Melina could have punched me in the face and I still would have asked him for a signed jersey. That's awesome. I love that. Great quote. Great respect. Awesome. Great job, Nicholas Castellanos. To me, from what I saw, from what I understand, bad job, Nicholas Castellanos, that um, his actions on the field. He pimped a home run on Thursday. I, to be honest, I didn't realize that he pimped the home run on Thursday until I saw a replay of it on Saturday. Didn't even come to my mind that he... Because, I mean, he crushed that baseball. He really did. He's a great player. Fantastic player. Crushed the baseball. Did a couple skips, hops down the line. That's fine. That's awesome. I don't have a problem with it. He took exception to being hit on Saturday by Jake Woodford, a rookie pitcher... Second year in the bigs, but rookie, I believe he's still rookie qualified. Regardless, a young pitcher that happened to lose control of a fastball. That's all that was. Took exception to it. He and Yachty had some words. Fine. Did a little something kind of funny when he picked up the ball and said, hey, you want this? 
I thought he took a little bit too much exception to being hit by that pitch. I'm not saying it was easy. It was, it was 94 miles an hour. It was a fastball inside. That probably didn't feel very good. But it wasn't personal. I mean, come on. Woodford clearly didn't have much control. We saw that a couple batters later on the wild pitch. He didn't know where that ball was going. He wasn't trying to hit you for pimping a home run. I just thought he took way too much exception. And then he comes barreling down. The couple of batters later, slides in. Woodford comes in on top of him. They meet at the, the final moment. Castellanos comes up. I'm sure you guys have all seen it by now. Kind of flexes on him a little bit. And here comes Yachty, barreling through. I mean, Yachty is going to stick up for his guys. He really, I mean, you're not going to taunt the young starting pitcher with Yachty and expect Yachty not to do anything about it. I don't know. There was, apparently there was some weatherman in St. Louis calling St. Louis, or weatherman in Cincinnati, or weatherman, I don't even know. I didn't pay attention to it, to be quite honest. Calling St. Louis soft or something like that. I don't think it's soft. Josh Neighbors at Locked On Nationals tweeted out that that taunt in basketball probably warrants a technical foul, not an ejection. In basketball. That kind of taunt, a little flex that Cassianos did. I thought this whole thing was blown out of proportion from an overreaction on a hit-by-pitch. Woodford did not mean to hit Castellanos. Castellanos did a little bit of a funny bit with the baseball. Ha-ha, move on. He flexes on Woodford coming down the plate, and Yachty takes exception, and we've got all hell breaks loose after that. I thought this whole thing was blown out of proportion. I really did. It's one of the few baseball things I watched live over the weekend because of Easter. But I thought this whole thing was just... Oh my goodness, it escalated so quickly. You saw Arnott get into it. You saw Goldie get into it. You saw Hicks get into it. It was just a lot. And I didn't really have a super big problem with it. I was shocked that Molina didn't get tossed. I really was. I don't, I don't know if there was a lot of contact with the umpire, but I did think that there was an enough, enough contact to warrant an ejection. I was especially shocked that Molina didn't get tossed once Castellanos was tossed. I know a lot of Reds fans are upset that the when the, the fines came down that Castellanos is suspended at this time. Um, I think Winkler and Suarez got uh, fined. Melina Hicks and Arenado all got fined undisclosed amounts as well. I think Castellanos should win that appeal. I would I would be shocked if he didn't. Most appeals like that tend to be winners, and to me, th- th- this was nothing. This was an overreaction both on Castellanos' part and probably a little bit on some of the Cardinals' parts, but the emotion was high. Reds are a hated rival. I get it. But for the the extra fines and the suspensions, it was handled on the field. You saw Castellanos and Molina talking about it after the, the brawl was over. Cooler heads prevailed after hotter heads did, but cooler heads ended up prevailing. I thought the fines and the suspensions, I thought, thought they were a bit much on both sides. But they've been assessed... Let's move on. Let's move on. Molina, Castellanos, they, they exchanged their words. They were fine. They talked it over after the brawl was done. Let's move on now. It's over. Things got heated. Happens. I'm going to say it again. Let's move on. That's my take on the brawl. That said, Castellanos absolutely murdered the Cardinals this weekend. He hit 5.45, an OPS of 1,947, 
two for four in the final day. He had a triple, throw in two home runs, murdered him. All respect to him. Great player, great talent. Double machine two years ago. Always liked his game. Even back in Detroit, always liked his game. Detroit, Arizona, Chicago, Cincinnati. Great player. Overdid it. Home money hit yesterday ended Carlos Martinez's night. Carlos Martinez's line is not good. Four hits, four earned, two walks, four strikeouts. I'm going to say this again in the, in the third segment, but pump the brakes on freaking out. Pump the brakes on freaking out for the Cardinals. Pump the brakes on freaking out on Carlos Martinez. I know I probably sound like I'm beating a dead horse, like I'm saying the same thing over and over and over again, but let's pump the brakes. My thoughts on Carlos Martinez next. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place your bets on all your sports action. Football is over, but the NBA and NHL and MLB are all in full swing, and college basketball season closes up tonight. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds that you need to know. It's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. Once again, Locked On gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Like I mentioned, Carlos Martinez is not... Uh, was not super effective in the last inning of his start yesterday. Before I tell you about him, I want to tell you about all the sports news you need to know. I can't provide you that, but Peter Bukowski can on the Locked On Today podcast. It's all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Carlos Martinez, like I mentioned, final line, not great. He was three up and three down. Beg your pardon. Nine up and nine down with... Two strikeouts mixed in there. Three strikeouts mixed in there. Beg your pardon. Great first three innings. Fourth inning. Starts it out with a strikeout and then a, and then a triple by Castellanos. All right, that's a, that's a little nerve-wracking. Gives up a single to Votto. Walk, line out, fly out. But if you take the first four innings, he gave up two hits, one walk, four strikeouts. Stuff looked really good. He was able to work out of a jam by only giving up one run, limited the damage. Cardinals come back with a run in the top of the fifth. That's great. Fifth inning comes down. Um, Cardinals get a little something going offensively. Double play, strikeout. Not great. Starts the inning off with the ground out. Single. Wild pitch. Walk to the pinch hitter. Gets a ground out. All right. Got two outs. Let's get let's get this guy out and go home. Falls behind on Castellanos. Um... Gets 1-1, then throws a slider in the dirt, nowhere close. And then he leaves a meatball, 91-mile-an-hour cutter down the pipe that Castellanos blasts for a home run. Not great. I understand that. Like, he did not get as many outs as he needed to get, period. But the first four innings were really, really good. And I'm okay with saying that the first four innings were really good, and that is my reason for hope for Carlos Martinez. His stuff was there. The strikeouts were there. This is not an easy Reds lineup to navigate through. That second, third time through the order can be deadly. 
Castellanos' first time up in the in the first inning, grounded out sharply, uh, you know, hit the ball hard to Paul DeYoung. Gave up a lot of hard contact. Save extra, you know, I understand that. But like I'll talk about a little bit in the third segment, pump the brakes. Carlos Martinez was good to really good for the first four innings. Fifth inning, he imploded. There's no question. I, I, I will concede that point. Carlos Martinez did not pitch well in the fifth inning, and therefore his final line was bad. And I, you could call me crazy. I know the definition of insanity is saying the same thing over and over again, but I'm not giving up hope on Carlos Martinez. Because he's healthy now. He's fully healthy. He had a healthy offseason. Despite the bad 2020, he had a good winter, decent enough spring. This was an encouraging start for Carlos. It really, really was. It wasn't perfect. I know that. But this was encouraging. This was a good sign that Carlos Martinez still has the ability to get batters out for consecutive innings. Wasn't perfect. But I'm not giving up hope. Not yet. I think Martinez can still impress some people. Give him a few more starts. Give him a few more starts. And if, if he's wrong, if I'm wrong later and he ends up, you know, being really, really bad later on, I understand that. I really do. But again, in a, in a, game, in a season of 162, it's going to take a lot worse of a start for me to give up on him after um, after one start. And I know that he has history. He, I understand that. But to give up so poorly after one start is just difficult for me to do. So I'm still, I think Martinez is going to be fine. I really, really do. Um, so so that, that's going to be my second segment. That's my, that's my piece on Martinez. Just don't give up on him. Just don't. Just don't. He still has some things left in the tank. I thought that he pitched well. He can build off of this start. He really can. He can build off of it. Um, and I think that I think that he will. So second start or the third segment's gonna be once again pump the brakes. Let's not get too discouraged after a a you know, to put up only a an unsatisfying finish to opening weekend. So I'll, so my, my thoughts on that coming up here in just a moment. Built Bar is even more delicious than before. They have nut and non-nut flavors. I just reordered some, and you know what I ordered. I ordered some cookies and cream Built Bar because those are my favorite. I also threw in some orange and double chocolate. That's just three of the incredible flavors that Built Bar has to offer. Every single one of these bars are soft and easy to chew, and they're covered 100% in delicious chocolate but they're still incredibly healthy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and best of all, they taste great. Head over to BoatBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15, like the number, LOCKED15, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. It's no secret that the Cardinals gave up a lot of runs over the weekend. On Sunday, they gave up 12. On Saturday, they gave up 9. And on Thursday, Thursday they weren't bad. Thursday they gave up 6. Still a lot, but relatively speaking. All right. But yes, not great numbers. Sure. Let's not freak out. 
Every single pitcher on this roster, every single one is going to have a rough start. Every single one is going to have a rough performance. Every single one is going to go through a rough patch. Let's not freak out. It was painful to watch. And I, I ate my words. I was really high on this bullpen. Bullpen did not come through yesterday. I will be the first to tell you that. 12 runs, four of those coming from Carlos Martinez. That's not great. And then afterwards, nobody could get anybody out. Helsley looked ineffective. Webb looked ineffective. Cabrera didn't look very effective. Miller did have a scoreless inning. So Miller was able to get some people out with not giving up any runs. Let's not freak out. Pump the brakes on freaking out. This is a long season, guys. Super long season. Especially with 162 coming our way. Super, super long. And I think that this bullpen will be able to figure it out. Chill took took the blame for leaving Martinez in to face Castellanos. So there's an argument to be made to not leave him in to face Castellanos. Schilt took the blame, took the head. He said he'll, he'll take responsibility for that. If you don't believe me, head over to St. Louis Post-Dispatch. He took the blame for it. Great. We're going to take responsibility. Now be better. I like Schilt. Got some things to prove. Maybe I think he'll prove it. We've got time for this thing to figure itself out. I, this is a weekend out central, and I understand expectations are high. Excellence is what the Cardinals should be striving for. Agreed, 100%. I'm not satisfied with this weekend. I was pissed this weekend, despite it being Easter. Easter is a wonderful celebration, to, wonderful time to celebrate. I was not happy this weekend. Cardinals didn't play well. I'm not blind to that fact. I'm also not giving up on the entire season just because Justin Williams couldn't hit. Just because the young didn't hit outside the two home runs, didn't hit very well outside the two home runs he had on Sunday. Or excuse me, Saturday. I'm not giving up just because Webb and Helsley and Cabrera haven't looked super duper sharp as I think they will eventually. I'm not giving up hope just because Wainwright and Flaherty didn't pitch well. You could argue that Wainwright pitched terribly. Except for the first two innings when he breathes through the first six batters. There are bright spots. There are it's just a matter of are the bright spots going to be the defining factor or are the is the inability to execute going to be the deciding factor? That's what it comes down to. Cause like I said, the Cardinals didn't play well. I understand that. I know that. I recognize that. But I still think that this season is going to be an exciting season. Arnado, I didn't even talk about him. Hit his first home run as a Cardinal on Saturday. That's exciting. That's awesome. Yes, it came in a blowout loss, but hey, if the offense Scores, let's see, 12 over 3, 4 runs a game. Or, you know, 4, four runs a game because they scored 6, 6, and 12. Uh, 6, 6, and 1. So 13. I'll be okay with that. This team averages about 4 or 5 runs a game. It's a huge win because I think this, this pitching staff should be able to make that stick eventually. Let's not give up hope. Cardinals have a, a tough series coming up against Miami. Yes, you heard me right. A tough series. I think Miami's pretty good. It's Ponce de Leon versus Trevor Rogers tonight. Austin Neen's getting the start in right field. Other than that, everybody else is the same starters. These first two games might be tough just because of we got Ponce de Leon. They've got Ponce de Leon and Gant four or five. See what they're going to be able to do. And the Cardinals have to face Sandy Alcantara, who was lights out in his opening day start. Seven Ks and six rollless innings. And then the Cardinals, um, they've got Jack Flaherty on the bump in game three. And that's a 3-10 start on April the 7th. 
They're facing Pablo Lopez, who also pitched scoreless in his debut, or in his uh, 2021 debut. And then on eighth opening day, Wayno gets to start. I have a tough time believing the Cardinals are going to win against Sandy Alcantara, but I think the Cardinals will take two out of three against Miami. I truly do. I think that Ponce de Leon and Flaherty get the job done. That's my prediction. I'll episode out tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. It's going to be fun. Home opener's coming. Let's take a deep breath, relax, and see how this thing plays out. Follow me on Twitter, LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, LO underscore Cardinals. It's going to be fine, guys. I still have confidence in this team. Let's ride it out. Until I talk to you tomorrow, stay safe, stay well, have a great day.